Hi there, I'm Father Matt Kovisk and I'm the Rector of St. Mary's Anglican Church in Verdon. This Sunday, St. Mary's is taking a little break from the long season of ordinary time, where we were green, and are commemorating what is called the Feast of Dedication. It's a Sunday of the church year where we remember back to the day that the church was set apart, or consecrated, for the worship of Almighty God, and we pause to think of where we've come since that day. Now a little bit about St. Mary's Verdon, and that there have been Anglicans worshipping on the corner of Queen Street and Ninth Avenue since 1886. There was a small frame church for a while, and then work began on the current church building, and it was consecrated in 1905, after years of paying off the debt it took to build it. Now over the years, the church and the eventual hall would morph into what you see today on the corner of Queen Street and 9th Avenue in Verdon. And if you step foot into our church, which of course I encourage you to do, you'll not see only the history of the parish, with the stained glass windows dedicated to lay readers, organists, and a sometime rector of the parish, but a little bit of the history of the town of Verdon itself with the Bruges window which was given to the 12th Manitoba Dragoons in 1948, following the Dragoons participating in the liberation of the town of Bruges, Belgium. It would be eventually installed in St. Mary's in 1952. Now, maybe it's just me, but when you walk into St. Mary's, you feel a certain peace that comes with walking into a church. And as I walk into St. Mary's and churches like it, I can feel the prayers of many, many parishioners over the years. I can also see different people sitting in different spots. I can see the memories with plaques and windows given to the glory of God and in loving memory of parishioners and clergy who have walked that space before me. To me, St. Mary's will always feel like home. And in all of this, I'm reminded of our psalm, which is appointed for today, Psalm 84. The first verse says, How lovely is thy dwelling place, O Lord of hosts, to me. It should also be said, though, that churches are more than just the buildings. Sure, they play an important part in the church's activity in the world, since they provide a place for Christians to gather to worship the God who loved us into being, and to be nourished by the sacrament of Christ's body and blood, so that they may continue to do that work in the world. While they play that important part, just as important are the stones, as the stones that make up the church are the people who have worshipped the since the beginning of the parish in 1886. They are the living stones. We are the living stones that our reading from 1 Peter talks about this day. And in case you want to look up that reading in your Bible, we're reading 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 to 5, and then 9 to 10. Now, in this part of the letter, the second chapter, St. Peter calls the people gathered at Antioch to rid themselves of all malice and all guile and sincerity, envy, and all slander, and that they are, quote, living stones, chosen by God and precious to him. What, though, does it mean to be a living stone? Well, I want us to think for a moment about 
how the church plays a role in the community, and it might be helpful as we kind of flesh this out a little bit. As you may know, St. Mary's Verdon is very privileged to be in a plum position in town. To my knowledge, and people who live in Verdon or know Verdon well can correct me if I'm wrong, it is the only church in Verdon that has a full churchyard for people to walk through and spend time in. Frankly, it's quite the picturesque setting, something that I've noticed photographers take advantage of all the time. The building of St. Mary's and the stones that it is made up of form an important part of the community and provide a witness to the work of God in the community. And when people walk through the churchyard or around the church on the sidewalk, they may look at the stones that make up St. Mary's. They may remember God and may say a prayer as they walk by. They may pause and they may remember a memory from something that they were involved with that happened in the church or the hall. They may remember that somebody that they cared for or currently care for was or is a frequent attender at one point in time and that they would attend Sunday services or other services with that person that they loved. In all of those cases, the person walking through the churchyard or by the church on the sidewalk I believe interact with God, even if it's only for a fleeting moment. And these stones that have been in the same spot since the church was consecrated in 1905 point towards the work of God in the town of Verdun and the hearts of its people. Of course, those stones aren't living, but they point towards God nevertheless. The living stones which St. Peter refers to in his first letter to the people of Antioch that's you and I. You and I are meant to point towards God as well, just like the stones of our buildings that do that same work. This is why St. Peter is calling the people in Antioch to rid themselves of all malice, all guile, insincerity, envy, and all slander. When you think about it, none of these things point towards the God who created us out of the dust. In fact, actually, they point away from God. Because in all of these things, we tend to put ourselves and our feelings first. And in the Christian tradition, you and I are meant to follow those two great commandments, which you've heard me say so many times in these recordings, that you and I are to love others and to love God with all our heart, strength, soul, and mind. We are to love God as you and I have first been loved. And when we do these things, when we fall into guile, insincerity, envy, malice, and slander, we don't practice that love of others. So, St. Peter tells us that you and I are living stones, meant to be examples of Christ's mercy, meant to be examples of Christ's love, meant to be examples of Christ's grace in the world. Now, you and I are examples of these things because you and I have experienced them at some point ourselves. As we, on this Sunday, celebrate and commemorate the building known to us as St. Mary's and all that is given to us, all the times that it is pointed to us and the community around us towards a God who has been revealed to us in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. 
Let us be like the stones that have been here since 1905. And let us show forth the glory of God in our own lives, in our own time, and in our own places. For you and I can move around. These stones can't. You and I are meant to be providing examples of the work of God in our own lives. And when we do that, provide examples to the work of God in our own lives, we can help people interact with the glory, the majesty that is God. So, my friends, let us, once again, shed those things that hold us back from fully realizing that you and I are not only beloved by God, but that God desires to be in our lives, showing us that there is a better way, a way full of grace, mercy, and truth. For the Church of St. Mary the Virgin and Virgin, for all the churches throughout the world that act as signposts for the God who loved us into being, we give God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit thanks and praise, worship and honor, world without end. Amen.